challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Hey, just a quick reminder before we dive in today that if you'll log on to Amazon, not the usual way, but via smile.amazon.com, and then when you're asked what your charity is, choose Great Man Inc., Amazon will make a half a percent donation to Great Man of all of your purchases. Well, the average American family spends $1,400 a year on Amazon. That means if you do it this way by going smile.amazon.com, that about $7 a year is going to be donated to Great Man. Doesn't sound like much, but we've got thousands of people listening to this podcast. If everybody did this, and of course, some of the folks listening spend far more than $1,400 a year on Amazon, this could be a tremendous boon to our efforts to impact men in our generation. We are already here as COVID begins to recede. We are already beginning to send books around the world. We're already beginning to schedule events. Everything you can do helps us. And this is free. doesn't cost you a dime. So go on to Amazon via smile.amazon.com and sign up with Great Man Inc. You just choose a, a charity off the off the list that they offer you, and we're there. And then all of your purchases, if you do them again through smile.amazon.com, will accrue to a free-to-you donation to Great Man. All right, I want to dive into a topic that is extremely important to me. Uh, It's actually one of the reasons I urge bands of brothers, one of the reasons we talk so much about networks of men, and it has to do with how men develop. This is going to be relevant to you who are fathers, uh, especially of sons. This is going to be relevant to you who are seeking fathers. This is going to be relevant to all of us who are seeking to be great men. I have a friend, a very smart PhD educator, who uses a phrase. Uh, This person says that when a child is growing up, when a child is growing up, he or she has parents. But what they also need is what this educator calls the other. You need parents. You need the, the, the example and the discipline and all the things that parents bring. But one of the critical issues to a child really flourishing, really growing, is that they have the other. Who is the other? The other can be that uncle this person, the, the child can go to. It can be the coach. Uh, it can be the teacher. You need that other person. It can be that family friend. You need not just the parents because sometimes the parents have to be strict, have to be harsh. There are those seasons of, of you know, tension and so on. You need that other person they can go to. Uh, that person who's not the parent, that person who's not in the home. And this is absolutely critical to the development of a young man. You know, I think back over my life as a man, and I've told you before, I had a good father. He was not the most emotional, not the quickest to put his arm around me and tell me he loves me. Uh, But because I was living in an army world on army posts around the world, the army knew that my officer father would be busy. And so they made sure that there were teachers and there were coaches and um, there would even be 
you know, the cool younger officer down the street. And they built, at least at the posts where I was, uh, my father was stationed and therefore I was living, they built a culture of let's all help each other's sons. Let's all help each other's children. So my father, uh, you know, he'd be home as often as he could, but he was at war. He was fighting the Cold War. He was off on assignment. He was in Vietnam during my teen years. I mean, you know, this man was, was engaged in important things. But on the post, there'd be coaches, there'd be teachers, uh, there'd be, as I say, other officers, other other officers and their families that would be available and reaching to me, <clears throat> excuse me, there would be staffers uh, who were assigned to kind of tend the children of military people. Um, I remember when I was assigned, we were posted in Berlin, there was the American Youth Association, the AYA, and there was a facility and we'd go and we'd talk and we'd shirt pool and we'd, it's where we'd sign up for sports. It was kind of a, an association for, for tending these, these children of, of soldiers who might be neglected a little bit. Might, the parents might not be as active as other parents might have been because the parents were busy, of course, behind uh, the, the, the wall, you know, serving, uh, fighting the Cold War and serving a great cause. So there were staffers, there were people who were assigned to be the other And so I want to bring this to our attention that what we need as we grow, uh, even if we're older and seeking out father figures, is we need the other. We we it's become almost a joke in American culture. Uh, Hillary Clinton's book title "It Takes a Village," and I don't know what she intended. Don't even really know why people were uh, gunning for her so much. But I'll tell you uh, that that title is true. It does take a village. It certainly took a village in my life growing up. So grateful for the older officers, so grateful for the staffers, uh, so grateful even just for older young men. Uh, You know, I was maybe 13 when I was in Berlin, for example. And so if there was an 18-year-old who was there who took an interest in me and developed me and challenged me and encouraged me, uh, it took that. It required that. Not because my parents were, you know, horribly deficient, uh, but just because it takes the other. I imagine right now, if some of you will think through your life, uh, you will realize that you you had parents and you had a father in, in the case of a young male, but there was probably the other. You probably can name coaches. You probably can name the, the uncle who invested in you. You probably can name maybe even your older brother uh, or older sister. You probably can name that coach or or that other, that friend of the family down the street. Um who impacted you, who was there as an alternative when the parents had to be strict and disciplinarian uh, and maybe didn't deal as much with emotional issues. You could go to them. You could talk to them. Uh, They cared about you. They thought about you. Maybe they prayed for you. They had wisdom for you. They had cookies for you. They had a back porch for you, Uh, whatever it was. This is critical to the development of a young man. And so those of you who are fathers, Uh, fathers of young men. I hear from many of you all the time. You've got a young man on the rise. You're concerned about the culture we're living in. You're concerned about the, the times and the values that are seeping into their souls. I'll tell you one of the best things you can do, one of the best ways you can develop a hedge against the cancers on noble manhood, especially in the life of your young man, is to build a band of brothers, is to build a village, is to involve the other. I like that that psychological term, the other. It's that person other than the parent who's investing in the child, and you need them. You need them. 
Uh, my son needed people other than me to talk to. I was, uh, during his critical years, um, senior pastor of a gigantic church. Um, a lot of the people he knew worked for me. Um, we had a great church, by the way, great youth program. I mean, it wasn't like it was a huge negative for him, but still hard to go to his dad, hard to get out of that church culture thing, um, that I was helping to lead and to develop, uh, hard to find maybe people who didn't work for me and weren't responsible to me and wouldn't be freaked out by talking to the senior pastor's son kind of thing. And so he had other people he could talk to. He had, uh, cool people who cared about him and would take him out for pizza or whatever and hang with him. That's what you need. You need that other person. And so for those of you who are fathers, make sure those guys are in your life. Now, if you're building a band of brothers, as I've urged you to do, and as I do in my little booklet, Building Your Band of Brothers, same words, um, then you've already got some men who can speak into their lives. You want to have uh, the men in your band of brothers perceived by your son as, some, as people they can go to, as men they can look to, as men they can talk to, they can call. In my family, we even use the word uncle in a positive sense. Go talk to Uncle P- Bob, go, go take Doc, ask Doc if he'll go walk with you, that kind of thing. It makes a big difference. Now, even for those of you who are older, perhaps you don't even have a, you haven't even had a biological father, but you seek out father figures, be aware that it takes a number of them. It takes the primary and it takes the other. We need to have different perspectives on us. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I've written uh, repeatedly about how I need men who have eyes on me other than my own. I need men who see me in 3D, see me differently than I see myself, see me differently than what I see in the mirror. I need for them to have perspective on me. Well, a father or a father figure has a certain perspective on a young man, even a man in his 20s. Uh, but he needs others who see it differently, others who think about the relationship differently. It helped me immensely when I was trying to relate to my high-ranking army officer, uh, very busy father, that someone else would say, you know, lighten up on your dad. I mean, he's busy. He's doing important things. He's fighting important battles. He's, he loves you. He cares about you. Lighten up on him and, and, and take your signals in different ways. When he walks in and smacks you with the paper and says hi and asks you how your day was, man, that might be as good as it get that, gets that day. That may be all he's got. And so you, you, you need to lighten up on him. You need to think about him a little bit rather than just thinking about what he's giving to you or whether he's got a lot of emotional range for you. It was so good for me. That came from other officers. That came from older men. That came from staffers uh, on the posts where we were assigned. It helped me. And as I moved a lot as a military brat, I'm telling you that really uh, to have many of them made a huge, huge difference. So here's the bottom line. You need to have the other involved in your young man and even in your life. That's actually what a band of brothers is. A band of brothers is a bunch of others who have eyes on you. Well, make sure that's happening in the life of your son. Make sure that's happening in the lives of those you mentor. It does take a village. It does take a band of of men. It does take a team to raise a young man in this generation. 
And so let's start pitching in with each other. Let's be invested in each other's sons and daughters, by the way, to the extent that it's appropriate. Let's be helping each other in these challenging times raise young, glorious, masculine champions. Because this is one of the great arts of noble manhood. To join the Great Man Movement or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's three essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, Building Your Band of Brothers, and Men on Fire, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production. 